You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. Hello, I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. Today we're going to discuss the seven stages of grief. I believe this needs to be brought out into the open and out of the shadows. We need to discuss and demystify the seven stages of grief. You might be thinking, isn't grief when you lose someone in death? Not always. If you think about our loss, in some instances, it is like a death. It is important to remember just because you've gone through one stage doesn't mean you will not revisit it later. Also, not everyone goes through them all, or in a particular order. Depending on where you look there or who you talk to, there are many variations of each name and the order in which they come. So there's there's really no right or wrong way to deal with them. Um... It is a very personal story and very personal way to deal with them. I am here to tell you it's okay to feel these emotions. Some you will have more trouble with than others. I know I did. So let's start with shock 
and disbelief. That is probably all of our first reactions, I would imagine. Um, I know it was mine. It was difficult to imagine that this was happening to me, as I've said in you know previous uh, my previous recording. It, it 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 was very difficult to know it was happening. Uh, I like it says I was in shock. Um, that goes through many different emotions. You know that that shock. You know, um, you might not feel anything, you know, which might make you feel weird. You know, this is my child. Why, why can't I feel something? That's not necessarily anything wrong. Um, you might feel a lot, um, and that's okay. You know, everyone has to deal with it in their own certain way. Um, like I said before, there's really no right or wrong way as long as you're not hurting yourself um, or hurting someone else. You know, you, you kind of have to go through this process. It's difficult. It is, it is very difficult. Um, there will be days that you're in such shock that you just don't want to move and get out of bed or do anything. And you know what? That's okay. Um, I mean, we, it, it's a difficult thing. We have to go through it, um, in our own way. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's just about napping. Sometimes it's about curling up and you know, if you're the kind of person that needs a good cry to get it out, I know sometimes I am, believe it or not. Um, sometimes you have to do that. Um, sometimes you might need to take other approaches, you know. Um, it, it, it's just all a very personal thing, and it just depends on how you want to deal with it. But the key is dealing with it, I think, in my personal opinion. Um, if you don't deal with it, it's it's always going to be there. Um, not to say that, you know, like I said before, not to say you won't revisit these, you know, because you're going to have times that you might try something. You might try to reach out to them, you know, and get slapped in the face and it starts all over again. So... You know, don't be, um, don't be surprised at that. If you're the kind of person that needs someone to talk to, find someone to talk to, whether it's a professional or someone who's going through it. Um, you know, there, there are lots of places out there. Um, so just, you know, Dealing with it is most, I think, the most important thing. Just not letting it sit. The next, there's denial. It's really hard, especially when you have people in your life that know all of your, you know, know all of your kids. They they hang out with you all the time. You, know, you talk often, whatever the case may be. 
it's hard to admit sometimes that there's something wrong. You might just, someone ask you, oh, I'm fine, we're fine, we're good, whatever, and really not wanting to put it out there. Not that you have to tell everybody everything, but, um, you know, you just don't want to admit that there's something wrong. Because then that kind of makes it really real. You know, then people will start judging and people will start questioning and you don't have the answers. You know, um, there's no way for you to deal with that if you don't know what the answers are. So, you know, you might have a best friend that you've had all of your entire life and they know all of your, you know, good, bad, and ugly but this is different. This is not I cheated on an exam when I was in college. You know, this is not, you know, I got too drunk one time to, you know, know what I was doing and I made some bad choices. This is very personal. So it's it's really, really hard to admit that to people. I know for me, when I first started going through it, um, my as I've said before, my, my work slacked off. I, I couldn't function very well at my work. Um, and it was noticed, you know, um, I literally broke down just about in a room full of people, um, crying during that time. Cause I made a stupid mistake at work and, you know, my boss called me on it and she had the foresight to clear the room so we could have a conversation, but, you know, um, but it was tough. So, you know, denial, so denial is the stage, definitely. Um, and again, you may course through this stage or you may skip this stage, you know, but you may go through it and then something might trigger something and you deal with it again later, you know, or it, or it come up again later. So, you know, don't be, don't be too hard on yourself and don't be surprised because I just think that, um, you continue to revisit and revisit and revisit these, these things. So the next one is a tough one. It's for some people, for some people, it's very easy. Um, but for me, it was kind of, kind of difficult at first. It's anger. And, you know, it may not be what you're thinking. It may not be all anger at one person. It may not be all anger at your, that you're a strange child or your estranged child's, um, spouse or, you know, your ex who is influencing your estrangement. I mean, it, it could be all of those, or it could be none of those. It could just be angry and it could be at yourself. And if there's some reason that you are angry at yourself, okay, that's okay. Um, I just say the to, in my experience, yes, I was angry with myself. I did some things in the beginning of this that, you know, weren't kosher, um, because I was angry and I was hurt, you know, um, 
But there's also nothing wrong with placing the anger at your uh, estranged children, because especially if you have no idea what's going on, you know, what else? In, in my instance, I had no idea, so what else was I to do, you know, to examine everything and to get upset, to allow myself to be angry? It was almost though like I was betraying them, uh, my son, but that's not really what it is. You know, I know there are children, we love them, and we do. We love them even when they hurt us. You know, but being able to show that emotion, that anger when it's necessary, as long as it's not a violent anger, you know, they do something stupid or they do this to us, you know, for no reason or at least not telling us the reason. I think it's pretty natural to be angry and, you know, healthy in a sense, you know, especially if you're if you handle it the right way. There are places you can go to break stuff in a safe environment. There are there are resources. There are, you know, some people go to be working out and do it just <clears throat> angrily, you know. Some people play a sport, you know. Some people, it might be going to one of these rage rooms or whatever and just break China, break computer parts, break this, that, and everything, you know. I personally think that's probably a very therapeutic thing for someone, you know, to just let out in a safe way all of the yuck. Um... So anger is a real tough one, but I think it's really, really important to let it out and to let it go, you know, in a in a safe way. And then some people, it's just talking about being angry to your therapist or to a group of people that understand or anything or writing a letter, even if it goes nowhere, you know, writing a letter burn it. You know, some people say that when you do that, it releases it out into the universe and, you know, you're done with it. If you subscribe to that, then do that. Um, some people, it might be a spiritual thing, you know, your priest or your rabbi or whatever, you know, talk to them, you know, so it, there's no, again, no right and wrong way. It's, it's you what whatever you feel like you need to do with it in a safe and legal and productive way um but i just don't think there's any any wrong or right way so but you have to deal with it you know many people of much older generations that wasn't something they would do they would just not ever talk about anything, you know, and I just don't think that's healthy. So I think that's anger. You know, we've all felt it, I'm pretty sure, even if it's not 
red hot heat anger, you know. I think we've all felt some anger over this. And that's okay. So that's my two cents on anger. Then you get to bargaining. Bargaining is like you want to make a deal with someone, God, the universe, you know, your children, whatever. Um, If you'll just come back or if you'll just let them come back, I'll I'll change. I'll I'll do different. I'll whatever. And I just don't know that 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 really works. Um, You know. I mean, I'm not saying prayer doesn't work. I'm not saying if you, you know, if you believe in any higher power that doesn't work. I'm just saying to the kids, you know, you can't bargain with them. You know, it, it it's like, yes, you can listen to them. You can hear what they have to say. You know, you can admit fault where there is, and I think you should, you know, if if there's something you did, even if you didn't know it, you know, in my case, I, I didn't know, um, what started the whole thing, what triggered things, you know? So when I found out two and a half years later, then, then I'm like, yes, I, I had no idea, but I am really sorry that that happened, you know? Um, and, but as far as bargaining, with the, with the children anyway, I just don't, I don't know that that really will work. So, and, and in that stage, in those stages, you'll do just about anything to make this stop, you know, but until they're ready and some of them may never be, but until they are ready, you can't make it happen. You can't do it all has to be a two-way street that's very difficult but that is the way it is so um so that's my take on bargaining now guilt guilt is such a useless emotion you know i mean you can regret what you've what you may or may not have done you know because again you probably don't know i know many of us just don't know um but guilt just eats at you um and and it makes makes life hard you know it makes life very difficult um you can't change the past um all you can do is move forward and i know that's a whole lot easier said than done but that that is that is it you just can't change the past um Sometimes you have to give yourself space, you know, you have to give them space to, to want to, you know, be in your lives again or want you in their lives again. Um, but guilt is just a, just a killer, you know? Um, so again, it's a, it's a pretty useless emotion. I've always thought that, you, you know, you hear that all the time, but I also have always thought that, you know, it it's just. You know, you, you've done something, say, you know, even if you don't know what it is, you've done something. Um, you can't change it. You can only move forward from it. You can only apologize if 
if that's the case that you need to, you know, and and change, you know, but but guilt again is just completely useless. So I think that's that big one here that I know I went through majorly was depression. Majorly for me, you know, I'm I'm usually a pretty um pretty happy individual. So going through a depression was different for me, you know, I mean it was uh it was it was different. I um I mean when I was a kid I was I went through some depression for some stuff. Um but I hadn't been that person for a very long time. So when this hit and and after several months I realized it wasn't going to change um or, or at least I couldn't do anything to make it change then the depression really started setting in fortunately I realized it talking to my wife and oddly enough my chiropractor who had gone through some depression um we shared the same doctor um so you know that was helpful um but I realized that you know, again, I got counseling um, around that time. I think that was the following year. It's all kind of a blur now. Um, but um, I s sought counseling the first year. Did that for a while. So it was the second year, I believe, that I decided I needed more help. So I went to see my doctor. I got on some antidepressant medication couple of different ones. Well, I had a couple of different ones. I didn't use them both. One was a big gun and the other one was just a little bit to help me because um, I just wasn't cutting it. So, um, so, you know, it's depression is, is profound sadness. It's a pretty natural human reaction to grief and loss. And this was a loss. So, you know how you deal with the depression what you do is is just depends on you um some people don't feel depression you know or don't know what it feels like so they don't know how to describe it so it's it's a very difficult difficult time um some people may need to when they go through depression they may need to be on medication for years and that's okay you know um as long as it's again not a you know you're not abusing the medication you're not taking too much um whatever a doctor suggests um but or some people may do well just with counseling and some people may do well with just um distraction so it just depends on you i think the theme throughout all of these stages is there's no right or wrong way because i do one thing one way doesn't mean you doing it completely differently won't work for you so um the last one is a really really tough one and i know many of us are not there um i was fortunate enough to reconcile with my son last year so and things have been well but but the last stage that i'm going to talk about is acceptance and hope um, and sometimes that doesn't mean reconciliation. Sometimes that 
just is going to mean you've accepted it, you know, you and, and acceptance and hope might be two different things, two separate things, you know, you can break these down. So um, for you, you might just be in the acceptance stage. Okay, there's in, in your head, there's, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, not live my life because I can't change what's going on. You've accepted that part of it. You know, it doesn't mean you like it. It doesn't mean you don't love your children. It doesn't mean you don't want it to be different. But at some point, you have to accept it and try to live your life, you know, and then secretly back there in your brain somewhere, I'm sure all of us hope that things will change. You know, sometimes that those two can go together, depending on your situation, you know, and sometimes they can't. So that's okay, you know. Um, but again, acceptance doesn't mean you're giving up. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It doesn't mean you're a bad parent. It means you're a human being and you've accepted the situation and you need to move forward. And the only way to do that is to go through these stages, and sometimes again, more than one time, but to go through these stages and to, you know, really work through them and to, and to get to a place where you can have a life again. If you don't do that, then, you know, what's the point? We do. We, when our children are, are young, we do everything we can for them. We try to give them every advantage. We you know, try to give them our knowledge, even though by the, especially by the teenage years, we don't know anything anymore. Um, and, and past that until they get to a certain age, you know, then they might feel like, oh, maybe they did know a little bit of something. So, um, but you know, we do everything for them and that's what we should do. We're parents, you know, we chose to be parents. We chose to have these children. Uh, we love these children and it's really hard when it turns around and they, at least apparently, you know, don't feel the same way. And I know somewhere in there, even when I was going through it, I know somewhere in there, it's not that he didn't love us, but it sure was hard to remember that, you know. So, you know, acceptance and hope, like I said, they can go together or they, they might be separate depending on your situation. So, just know that, one, that you're not the only one. There are so many people out there going through this or something very similar. And, you know, you're not an awful parent. You're not a, you know, bad person necessarily. Have some of us done some bad things? Absolutely. Unless we knowingly did things that were really awful to them. I'm talking verbal or physical abuse or, you know, mental abuse or sexual abuse. Obviously, those are different. But unless it's something like that and we, we just didn't know it was affecting him that way, you know, I, my, my wife and I often joke that there's a, a parent handbook and, you know, or that's what we told our kids when we were growing up, you know, there's a parent handbook and it says blah, blah, blah. And you know, we know there really isn't making it up as we go along, you know, and unless you were, even if you were treated spectacularly when you were a child, it doesn't mean you're going to know how to 
deal with your kids because all of them are different. You know, what works for one won't work for another. We, My wife and I have, have three, you know, and each one is a little different. You know, um, what restrictions and punishments might work for one child absolutely doesn't work for the other ones. So we make it up as we go along. So don't, I think the parting thought with this is, one, work through the stages. Don't be surprised if you go back through some of these stages. Don't be surprised if you skip some of these stages. I don't, there's not a way to fit every situation, every round peg into a round hole. You know, um, it's much like anything in life. You know, you, you may be the best at one particular thing at your job. Someone else may come in and have a be terrible at that one particular thing that you're great at, but this other thing over here, they're much better than you are. So, you know, there's no way to, in my opinion, there's no way to, there's no rule book, there's no handbook, there's no way to make sure you're doing everything perfectly. You're not. You're not going to do that. Um, sometimes I think the children that estrange themselves, and even the ones sometimes that don't, expect or think that you know you should do things all a certain way and that if you don't then you're crazy you know or, or whatever or you're a bad parent or you don't care about them or whatever and that's just not the case it's just everybody does things differently you react differently to different people to different situations to you know to everything so i just don't see that as a I don't see that you can make everybody the same and, and treat everybody exactly the same. It's just not realistic. So so go through the stages. Skip the ones you don't need. Work through them. Talk to people. Find some help if you need it. Um, and if you, if you care to um, call in and share your story, I will set that up. You just let me know. And I hope that this has been helpful. Um, we can also delve into them a little little more um, in the coming weeks if need be. Um, they will always come up. They will re be recurring themes in our lives. So I hope this was helpful. Um, be sure to um, drop me an email at beyondthepainpodcast at gmail.com any questions, comments, concerns and I will see you on the next one
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.